What is up? And welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and we'll dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. All right, what is up, my friends? This is going to be a shorter episode, but highly critical something I had to share with you. And typically what I'll do on this episode is talk about a certain topic and then I'll talk a little bit about what the podcast on Monday was just to give you something, you know, 10, 15 minutes to to chew on. But I strictly want to talk about Monday's episode and it's been very, very powerful for me. Maybe one of the best conversations I've ever had. And it may just be that it is one step on my journey of life and that may be why it's so impactful but I know that you know an hour and 15 or hour and 20 minute episode might be more than you have time for as a dad uh, doing your day-to-day life so I really wanted to share this with you it's about pride and about humility and I would have said to you that humility that I was a very humble person but I have this sense and it's not even a sense that's kind of a cop-out that has been a prideful way for me to, to, I mean, to act humble. And I think most of us would agree, like if somebody says they're really a humble person, that that's a prideful thing to say. But I want to share a couple of nuggets with you over the past year for me. Uh, last January, so January 2020, really confronted with um, realizing that I can be pretty judgmental. Um, and I think that it comes from lots of things, but you know, mainly, you know, coming into a room and sizing myself up for whatever insecurities, you know, we may have, I may have. Um, And then, you know, having John Eldridge on the podcast, Morgan Snyder on the podcast, um, meeting another guy who really helped me confront ego. And what does it mean to have an ego? What does it mean to walk into a room and start to judge things? What are the things that, you know, maybe you had happened in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade or whatever that made it where you feel like you have to put up a wall where your ego has to protect you, um, from not maybe feeling some way that you did feel maybe, you know, you felt insecure, you got teased, something happened where then your ego protects you from that ever happening again. So started to work through and realize some of those things. And so then come, you know, come now, um, did a podcast with, uh, with Nathan Oates and that went out Monday and it was on pride. And I realized, you know, I thought that my ego was really the thing that got in the way of me reaching my full potential as a husband, as a father, as a friend, as a human being, 
Um, and, and there is no silver bullet. So let me just pause there. There's no silver bullet. There's no like, Oh, I got over my ego or, Oh, I got over pride or, Oh, this, that. And, and now I've arrived. No, this isn't an amazing journey of life where we get to grow if we allow all the things that make life great and difficult and messy um, shape us, right? Like sand out, buff out the rough edges. And that is what life is about. So this podcast was was very um, was very good with, with Nathan Oates. I encourage you to listen to it, but I wanted to give you the piece that he taught. And we go deep into each one, but we talk about pride and how humility is really, it's, it's a choice. It's a, it's a pursuit. It is, it's not a silver bullet. And, and, uh, he gives 10 steps and really 10 daily practices of humility. So this is 10 steps to be free from pride. So that's the thing that we really kept, he kept hitting on, as we're discussing it is, is do you feel enslaved by the pride that you have, right? Is it, is it, is it holding you back from so many, so many aspirations you might have in life? And, and how do you have a daily practice to live in humility? What does that look like? So I'm just going to jump into it and I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on each one. We do that in the podcast, but you guys, if you're anything like me, a, a man, on a journey of life, husband, father, friend, business, all the things that matter. And you're really working to embrace it all, to, to look at yourself in the mirror, the good and the messy and continuing to work and stretch and, and improve upon the messy. Then I think that the pride piece probably is a significant barrier. And I, and so let's just get into it. 10 steps. Number one, revere God always. Okay. So when I wake up in the morning, am I King? Am I the top of the, am I the top or is there something above me? Whatever you want to call it, but I would call God universe. And like, is there some other source of life? It's an acknowledgement that you're not at the end. Like you are not the final shot caller and you are not the one who is responsible for all that is happening. The world spinning, the distance of the earth, the moon, uh, gravity, all of that. There's something else. And it, it is a reminder that we're small, but in a good way, that the weight of the world is not all on you Two, Don't love your own will. Think about that. Like how much of the time am I just being selfish and thinking about what I want, how I want to get it, what I want to do. And that's not like, oh, I really want to get this new car. And so everything I'm doing. No, it's, it's all the little things. It's jockeying for the whole day to fit your routine, your routine, exactly how you want it all to happen. Um, okay. So don't love your own will submit to another. Yikes. That's tough. Okay. So submit to another. Is that your wife? Okay, submit to another. So it, you are not fully living just to do anything and everything that pleases you. Obey when it's tough. Okay, this could be yourself or others. So if I put disciplines in my life, hey, yeah, that's really easy when things are all going my way, but what about when they're not? What if I make a commitment? It's great when it's easy, but but what about when it's not easy? Okay, so obey when it's tough. Number five, confess your sins confess the things, the secrets. You can't be God of your own life where you are 
just, you know, admitting to yourself, well, I messed up here, I messed up there, whatever. If there are things, secrets, pieces of you, which I have them, it, we must acknowledge it and confess it to another human being. We must get it out, get it out for someone else to hear. And it doesn't all fall on us to figure it all out. And that doesn't mean that I need somebody else to figure out my problems for me, but it means that I'm willing to be transparent, vulnerable, real, because, because think about how much weight when you hold it all in. I mean, I think about my kid when my kid's lying to me and then they finally, I, you know, get it out of them, the weight that's off their shoulders you and I have that same thing about us, okay? If we're carrying it, there's this weight. Maybe it's our sleep isn't as good or our energy isn't as good. Okay, so so confessing sins is good because, or whatever, you call it whatever you want to call it, but the secrets, the stuff inside. On number six, be content with menial tasks. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm just going to, you know, stay at a job where I'm sweeping all the time, right? Because I, I want to be, I want to be disciplined and diligent and smart with my time and my resources and my energy. But when I am thinking in my head while I'm taking the trash out, I'm the one who always does this. My wife never does this. I have just lost all opportunity for that task that I'm now considering too menial for me. I'm, I'm, it's all lost. The opportunity to love, serve, and be a part of this family is all lost. There's lots of those. And what happens is if I'm holding bitterness inside of me, and maybe there's a conversation, maybe, maybe my wife does need to take out the trash sometimes. Okay. That's a stupid example, but you know, that doesn't mean that we do things and we're somebody's B all the time, but we don't want to think that we're better than that. Number seven, control your tongue. Think about this with certain responses I've given to my kids over the years, given to my wife over the years. Control my tongue. I am not always right. I am not, whether I'm right or wrong, can I deliver that with, with, with love and, and not a snappy cut or harshness? Which leads to number eight, speak gently. Speak gently. Am I delivering to my family in a loving and gentle way? Shoot, look, we're already at 10 minutes. Um, two more. Assume you're wrong. Okay, number nine is assume you're wrong. Now, Nathan and I spent a lot of time on this because if I'm in a fight with my wife or argument with my wife, I don't want to just assume I'm wrong and be, become a passive man. That's not what assume you're wrong is. But, but here's the point. Can we, in an argument... Not make it about me being right. If we can, if it's, if we cannot be right, I mean, how many times am I in an argument with my wife and even 10, 15, 20 minutes into the situation? I'm like, I don't even remember exactly what the thing was. I can't think back to what it was she said or what it was I said. But all I know is I am standing strong here and I am protecting that I am going to win this battle. Okay, so that's what assume you're wrong. Showing up to something going, maybe I said it at the wrong time. Maybe, you know, like I want to learn, I want to learn from this, which then leads to number 10. Instead of a battle of messages, engage in learning conversations. Okay, now now all these things, I'll go back to that in a moment, but all these things 
These steps, you don't have to do any of these steps. These steps only matter if you have a sense that you want to be free from pride. And this isn't 10 steps and then you're free. This is a daily and you're going to, I'm going to mess it up. We're going to mess it up. But if we know the mark now, at least we know the mark to hit and we can work towards that. And of course, with anything, when you put the work in, it gets easier. And I, Ned, want to be free from pride. I want to be able to walk into a room, walk into a a situation with my wife, with my kids, with my friends, where I am so secure with myself and with who they are that I'm showing up not about Ned, but about them. That's where I want to get to. I want to get to the place where it's not about me. I'm not always thinking about what I need, how I need it, what's best for me, what's best for my family. I want to be free from that. And this isn't to say, oh my gosh, my life is so hard and I'm so prideful all the time. No, this is, this is, you guys, we're working on ourselves. That's why we're even here. That's why you and I are listening to this, talking about this, is that we are choosing to live a life in pursuit of greatness. Like, I want to be an incredible father. I want to be an incredible husband. I want to be an incredible friend. And that means I go to work on myself. I go to work on the skills to be that man. Okay, so that number 10 was instead of battle of messages, engage in learning conversations. So instead of it being about I'm always on the battle, I'm always, it's so interesting today, you know, I was listening to episode seven of my podcast and I'm going to put it out again, but my friend Lewis passed away recently, early fifties from cancer. And, um, he was just saying how in the Western world, it seems like we're so macho and we're always protecting ourselves. He grew up in New Zealand. Um, great, 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 great. Listen. And it was really, um, sweet to listen to my friend who's no longer walking this earth. Um, but he was talking about that, how, You know, we're so concerned about, you know, being tough, you know, Wild West, uh, very, very selfish. And uh, so I encourage you, you know, if you have the time, go listen to the podcast from Monday. If this resonates with you at all, it was extremely powerful for me. And I hope it can be powerful for you as well. If you feel that you want to experience more freedom from pride, which is a life of humility. All right. I want to say thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. Hope this was uh, valuable for you. It was valuable for me. I want you to know that what you do matters. Do not be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood, something you'd like me to discuss on here, or just want to shoot me an email and say what's up, you can email me ned at rebelandcreate.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook to stay in tune with all that's going on. And if you can take a minute, write a review if you haven't already. It helps spread the word that fatherhood matters. Talk to you next time.